Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Unfuck Your Life where we'll be covering the topic of expectations and specifically the disappointment or fulfillment that we experience around those expectations. First off, what do I mean by the word expectations? So when we've got an idea in our mind of what we expect something to be, when we've got an idea of how something should be, a picture, a vision, a perfect version in our minds of what's going to happen. Sometimes we set these high, sometimes we set them low. So we can go into some situations believing that actually the reality, the outcome is going to be negative um, and sometimes we believe it's going to be amazing. The reality is we don't know. We can't predict what's going to happen in any given situation. All we can do is control our behaviour that impacts whatever it is we're thinking about and whatever outcome we're hoping to achieve. When you think about the human experience, it's really normal to go through emotions all along the spectrum, the ups and the downs. But something I've noticed is that we seem to think that we'll either be elated or devastated depending on the outcome of something when the reality is that we'll be somewhere in between um so there's this idea that when you look off into the future and you're imagining a particular thing whether it's I don't know getting a new job starting a new relationship um buying a house you know a big event we've got an idea in our minds of how it's going to make us feel or what it'll look like and the reality is rarely a perfect replica of any expectations that we hold which is ironic really because it means then we're almost setting up our minds for failure because we've got a picture in our heads of what we want what we expect how we believe something's going to be um and it rarely matches up to that for good or bad when you think about how expectations start in our minds first of all it's normally through the association of an idea then a perceived realistic outcome that's linked to that idea and any attached emotions um, that we that we place alongside the realistic outcome. So for example, I might have an idea that I'm going to go and apply for a new job. I might have a perceived realistic outcome. So based on the logic in my mind and the things that I know to be true or believe to be true, um, I've got a feeling that I might get that job. And then as a result of that, realistic perceived outcome or perceived realistic outcome I feel positive I feel happy I feel like I'm going to make a good change in my life something that'll better my circumstances now that's all well and good I might get the job but actually what I've just done there is created a story and right now none of that is true so I've had an idea an idea about what might happen due to that idea (laughs) and then a feeling that I'm going to be a particular way about it or um, or think a particular way about it. And this story has now taken root in my mind. So anytime I think about applying for a job, that is the story I'm telling myself. Now, expectations are things that we create so that we're comfortable with what an outcome might look like. So it's something that our mind does to almost protect us from future harm. If we have expectations in place, positive or negative ones, we're preparing ourselves for a future state of some description because something our mind doesn't like is uncertainty and if we're not creating a version of reality that exists in the future 
our mind starts to panic because we haven't attached a story to our future yet. So it's uncertain. We've got no idea what's going to happen. We prefer to at least have some sort of clue. And you know what? Expectations can be useful in a lot of ways because it means that we prepare for things. It means that we consider various routes and options and we're not complacent about our future. But where it starts to get in the way is when we allow our expectations to rule us and when we're tied down by them too much. Because when they're not met in some shape or form, we feel disappointed. We feel like we failed. We feel like things aren't how they should be. And the irony about that is we feel that disappointment, we feel that frustration, we feel like things aren't how they should be based on the story that we created in our own heads about that particular experience that we thought we were going to have. So with that job example that I gave you where I apply for a job, I get it, I feel good about it. In that scenario, imagine suddenly I don't get that job. Okay, so the expectations that I had around applying for it, getting the job and being really happy are disappointed. They're not fulfilled. And because my belief in that expectation was so strong, the disappointment is even stronger. Now for a second, imagine that I hadn't had that expectation to begin with and that I'd allowed myself to be more open about the potential outcome of that job application and the scenarios that might unfold as a result of that job application. And again, in this situation, I don't get the job, but I feel less disappointed about it because I wasn't so anchored by what I believed my future would be. So my lack of expectations contributed to a dampened down version of disappointment. It meant that I didn't suffer as much. This applies to every area of your life. So work, relationships, love, money, hobbies, personality, dreams that you have for your future. Every perceived scenario that you can create in your mind can have an expectation attached to it. One thing that a lot of people struggle with is letting go of expectations and the idea of what they thought their life would be based on the stories that they've told themselves. Sometimes this is because of the fact that we know other people are trying to hold us to those expectations. Sometimes it's just because we're holding ourselves to them. But because we've bought into the idea that that is the correct way to think or be or do or live, any outcome other than the one that we expected is a form of disappointment. It's a form of frustration. It's a form of not quite hitting the mark. And that can leave us feeling misaligned with what we believe our path should include and the values that we believe we should be upholding. What people sometimes don't realise is that these expectations, although useful in some situations, can hold us back quite a bit. They can stop us from being the fullest version of ourselves because it essentially creates a boundary. It creates walls around us that we feel like we can't stray outside of without disappointing someone else or ourselves. And it can be argued that that would create, a, I don't know, a safer life, um, one that's more comfortable, one that's familiar. But that life will, without a doubt, to some extent, be limited. It'll be one where dreams aren't quite pursued to the extent that they could be. 
one where friendships and relationships never really expand beyond a surface level. One where hobbies and interests aren't explored to the point where you absolutely fall in love with them. Part of the reason that we allow expectations to constrain us in this way is because we're so used to being approved of by other people and by ourselves and the yardstick that is set by society for us. So we might hold the belief that if we do anything that strays outside of those expectations, that we're going to be rejected by the people that we care about most. And this is another point where our lives are limited because the people that we care about most aren't necessarily the only people that we're ever going to love in our lives and let into our lives. So we might be limiting our experience of living our fullest life based on the expectations of people that may only be in our lives for a short period of time and definitely aren't going to be the only people that we share our lives with. How unreal is that? When we know that we are the only people that we go from birth to death with. There's no one else in your life that sits there with you from birth to death and experiences every single part of your life except you. So this might leave you in a little bit of a predicament because you think, okay, well, you're saying that expectations are necessary sometimes, but not always. So what do I do? How do I apply them without being completely consumed by them? How do I make sure that I'm not being apathetic in my own life and complacent about things, but that I'm not being fully ruled by a set of expectations that are unrealistic? This is where being open-minded comes in. So you don't need to stop setting expectations for yourself or for other people because that's how we hold ourselves and other people accountable for the behaviours that we expect to see in life. How we build bonds, create relationships and progress. However, it does mean getting a little bit more creative about how you create those expectations and, and what you put in place to make sure that they're adhered to. Try being more fluid with the ideas that you create your expectations from. Don't be so rigid and apply so many criteria. For example, with the job application scenario that I mentioned earlier, a way that I could adapt my expectations to not avoid disappointment, but avoid the extreme of either elation or devastation, depending on whether I did or didn't get the job, would be to expand my expectations and allow for other results, including feedback from the job application, including connections that I might make with someone at the job interview. So instead of seeing the expectation being wholly based around whether or not I did or didn't get the job, I'm judging it by a wider set of criteria so if any of those criteria are met, I can see that experience is something that I'm positive about. An experience that I've learned something from. An experience that hasn't been a disappointment or an unfulfilled expectation. Secondly, I can start to think about the emotions that are linked to that, that perceived realistic outcome. So the expectation that I have when I bring it to mind, might bring about feelings of upset, for example, if I didn't get the job. If I can sit and think logically about it before this scenario occurs ahead of time, I can check in with myself and create an active reminder that actually, even though I believe I'm probably going to be absolutely gutted that I don't get the job and that I'll be so upset for weeks on end, the reality is that I'll probably be really upset on the day and get over it within a couple of days. In some cases, a couple of hours. In other cases, a couple of minutes. 
So knowing that I'll feel some sort of emotion, being okay with it, and ahead of time realising that actually that emotion won't stay with me for long, nor will it be as extreme as I believe it will, is a great way to avoid a deeper level of disappointment if that expectation isn't fulfilled. And lastly, whenever there's an expectation that has or hasn't been met, there's an opportunity for learning there. Guaranteed, no matter what the situation, there's something that you can pull away from it. Whether it's a lesson about yourself, about life, about other people. If you step back a little bit, you'll find that those nuggets of learning become a bit clearer. And remember, there's only so much in your life that you can control. But you are the conscious creator of your own reality. So stop worrying about the things you can't do anything about and start reframing what you believe so that the reality you create is a life that you want to live in. I hope this episode's been useful for you. If you've got any questions or comments, you know you can email me and it's sammy at unfuckyourlife.uk or I'm on Instagram at sammysunflowerscrowns. If you want to book a soulful conversation with me, just reach out in a message. And we'll arrange a free, no strings attached conversation where I can help you get exactly where you want to be in life. I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.